Well, it's NRL Round 8, and we take some confidence from the gritty win against the Knights. Prep begins for the clash with the ladder leading Eels, and our good friend, Mr. George Gaddis, is here. Welcome to On the Ranch. Yes, welcome to episode 40. My name's Rob. You can find me lurking on Twitter at XRBob, and I took some great pleasure dissing the Broncos fans this week all over Twitter. It's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. The man to my right, he can be found at the Barking Frog and I'll start again. The Barking Frog MC on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. I am. I am on TikTok. Yeah, that's why I said it. Look, I, I didn't, even, didn't even mention Grinder this week. I haven't <laughs> I haven't been on TikTok for about a month, but, but I'm on there. I just got to say, I haven't been on Grinder for a month. But I anyway. haven't been on Grinder at all, but anyway, don't start that. Keep saying that, but it's a lie. Pistol from on the spot. He's got a list of players who ruins his multi with a certain King Gutho in the firing line uh, this week. Gutho. On James Faulkner's status at the moment. Ooh. Our regular correspondent, who's not even a correspondent, from Fusion Networks, Morgan, he is uh, preoccupied again this week with rebuilding his house. Yeah, he's doing some floors or something. That's the excuse this week. Yeah, Uh, flooring goes in. He's uh, he's down at the casino is what the actual truth is. Uh, And it's a big night with a full table because Mr. George Gaddis is back in the house. Welcome again, George. It's such a pleasure to be here, boys. I've missed you. Oh, mate, it's good to have you back. It's been almost about a year. Probably. Probably close to a year. How old's a young fella now? He's 11 months, a little older. It's a year. It's almost been a year since we've seen you. My little ginger ninja. He's um, Ginger ninja. Yeah, he is as red as they come, my boy. He's adorable. (laughs) Obviously from the mother's side. Yeah. Well, I've got it's a little bit definitely from the mother's side, but I've got um, I've got it in my my side of the family as well, my grandfather's side. How can you have a red-headed wog? Oh, he's wow. He's going to be a psychopath. <laughs> he's going to be a fiery little fella, but he's uh he's gorgeous. He's got a uh, red hair. He's got blue eyes. He's um he's a stocky little boy. Lady killer. Might even be a big back rower. He's, he's long. He's a big, long little thing, too. Oh, he's, there you uh, go. The old school back rower. I don't know these days. Scott, Scott Goulet style. You know? Tall wingers. There's tall halfbacks. There's tall fullback. Could play anywhere. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants, a little fella. He's got me wrapped around his finger already. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take long. Getting a gig in the Cleveland Cavaliers. There you go. Okay. The, uh, the postman this week has uh, sent us a few nice little. Uh, the things we got uh, we got a new iTunes review which actually came through last week but I I missed it it didn't update in, in iTunes or well I probably just didn't hit refresh you just right didn't time. look yeah uh, so I did look I just didn't <laughs> see this one Greeby eighty five he said uh, it's a great show good lads short and sweet hey and it come with five stars I'm not going to say no to that no well, hey thank you five stars is always good a few Greeby. of those is always nice what a bloke yeah. you should buy him a beer next time you see him be good if I knew who it was. Uh, Eddie on Facebook, he asked, uh, does the style of victory over the Knights remove the spotlight from Greeny or is he still under the pump to hold on to his job? And conversely, I suppose it's a two-part question, does the continued poor performance from the Broncos force the board to backtrack on their claims of Seabold having their backing? Oh, that's a mouthful. Uh, so. Do we go back? Do we talk about that a little bit later? Yeah, I think, I think, I think we might have to. I mean, we're going to have to after we review the first game. Yeah. Anyway, we might... Um, Touch on the Seabold thing further down in the news as well, I think. We but can, so. but I don't really give two hoots about it, really. It's the Broncos, mate. <laughs> oh, it's the talk of the town. It's, oh. every, it's every second news story well, at the moment. It's ridiculous. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll talk about yeah, it. It's good to uh, see him wallow down the bottom. Round seven <laughs> review, the Cowboys uh, and the Knights at QCB Stadium with 2,000 fans. It's actually good to see people there. 
Yeah, my mum and dad were there. Oh. They actually, they were right on halfway, no one in front of them, second row back from the fence. Did they have, I saw in one of those shots it was two people, two spare seats, two people, yeah. two spare Someone put up a photo actually, on, someone put a photo up on the Northern Stampede and they were sitting like three rows behind, three or four rows behind mum and dad. Mum and dad sit right down the front of their photo. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much no, smack them on halfway. You could hear them coming through the telecast. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I think it was better than that. Well, someone, one of the commentators turned around and said, he goes, he goes there may only be 2,000 people here, but I tell you what, they must have been biting at the bit to get here because they're as loud as anything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, you, you forget that, don't you? You forget, yeah. you forget how loud the footy can be when, when you've got that, that, that crowd there. And well, I think footy's starved as well at the moment. These North, oh, not just North Queensland everybody, fans, but everybody, you know. So they've got the footy and they've, uh, they've got excited. Yeah, no, it was That's good. That's really me sitting there yelling out as well. Yeah, but I make up for about four hundred. Most half of yours is abuse at the opposition. But I reckon no, it'd be not. funny like that, though, because I mean, you can have twenty five thousand people, and it's just it's just it'd be. I mean, I've been lucky enough. I've been out on a field when the crowd's going nuts, working, not playing, not playing, but working. And you know, and George, you've been on both sides. You've been working, but you've also probably played with some big bigger crowds and stuff like that. And, and it's just a collective noise. But with two thousand people, you'd probably hear people going, "Hey, George, pull your socks up." Yeah, you know, and spectators like to hear their own voice sometimes. <laughs> yeah. so. You know, yeah, so they do. <laughs> Why would you eyeball me? I get the crowd involved. What What about I the crowd the getting involved with that um, that Canberra game? For yeah, all, for, for Corey Hawes. Yeah. He probably he probably has come off the field and just heard you know the murmur of the crowd in the past, and the fact that there's only two thousand people there. He's walked by and just got an absolute mouthful, obviously from somebody. <laughs> he's he's given it back as he good as he like, got. He didn't like it, did he? Nah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, Cowboys running out winners, 32 points to 20. As we know, uh, half-time, 26-0 to the Cowboys. It was like uh, we played our first 40 minutes last week and then the next 40 minutes this week. And then it all switched up again with a, a try just after half-time to Cohen Hess. And the Knights then coming back with 20 more points. Yeah, but let's be, let, let's, let's be honest here. It wasn't like we were playing one of the bottom sides. Newcastle were always going to come back. No, they woke up for the second half. They are always going to come back. It was going to be a matter of whether the boys could hold on. And do gave. enough to keep rolling. I saw a fair bit of criticism levelled at the Cowboys for letting them get 20 points in on oh, us. come on. But have they lost a game in Newcastle this year? They're undefeated at they had that. They uh, had the, Melbourne, they, they lost to Storm. Lost the Storm and they had to draw against the Panthers. Jeez, they've been strong this year, though. Oh, that was a, that, I don't care. That was a fantastic victory. To, 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 to Gritty win mm. back to the wall um, against a informed Newcastle Knights. Uh, very strong forward pack, very yeah. strong forward pack, and that, to, to to come up for that win that that is so heartening um, to, for the character of this team. So it was big, big um, pat on the back for our boys. Another two hundred and ninety-seven meters for Jason Tamalolo, just doing it casually after He's a in freak. seventy minutes. He is an absolute freak. Too hard. Have you ever run that far? Two hundred ninety-seven meters. I have a heart attack by <laughs> running two hundred ninety-seven <laughs> meters now. <laughs> Not even in your playing day, would you even think about numbers like that? No. Well. I would, you know, we used to have the GPS on us and we'd, we'd cover some distance. Yeah. yeah we'd end up covering 10K. Uh, but with in, the ball. In, in a match. To, to physically run that far, um, probably probably take me two to three months to run 297 <laughs> metres. <laughs> he does it in one He does it in one, <laughs> one, one game. In 70 minutes. That's what I mean. Like, we've talked about a week in, week out. But, I mean, you, you look at it. I mean, he's, a, he's averaging, well, I don't know what his average is now, but it's over 200. Back when, when you were running around, you know, gracing the NRL, 
100 was the standard. 150 100 was, was a big... 100 was what was the standard for a, a forward, you yeah. know, a good NRL forward. That's yeah. what you strive to make. You made your 100 metres, you've done your job. You know, you do your 100 metres, you, you miss less than um, temp, uh, 5% of tackles. Yep. I think 5%, 10% of your tackles. You've done a good day out. Yep. Um, and now he's he's punching out 297. What? He's doing more post-contact than, than a lot of people have done... Run, run! <laughs> I told you last last year that when I grow up, I want to be just like Jace. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. I wish I could have been just like Jace. <laughs> uh, it was probably inspiring a whole wave of uh, new youngsters too. I'm I'm sure. Uh, Kyle Feld had a good night, especially with the boot, sixteen points. Yeah, he had a he, he had the radar on big time. He's in great form. He is. He's. He's. I just want to put it down to just quietly. I reckon the reason he's having a good season is because he was our first guest. Could this be. Year. Could be. I think it could be it. Oh, couldn't be. Couldn't, can't go wrong, really. I mean, you he's know. hopefully he stays injury free. He's definitely um, missing out on no mid-season Origin. He'd be first picked, wouldn't he? Oh, World Cup yeah, start if you had mid-season Origin like now. If you picked on form, yeah, for sure. Particularly with the form. <clears throat> Some of the the Broncos probably incumbents there with Corey Yates. He looks like he's going to lose his spot at the, oh, the Broncos yeah. this week. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. So they need yeah, to, they the need Broncos to themselves is that what lose his wing, lose his starting spot? Yeah, yeah. drop from the drop from the um, team him. this week. So fair enough. We, we we've got a good in there, and he's, he he rarely plays a bad game. The only public criticism of him is, is when he does play a bad game. It's it's generally a it's a shocker. It's generally oh, a shocker. Head, but, Manu rocks. But, <laughs> the, the head goes down. But the, but, but <laughs> the bottom are, lip comes they out. Are completely few and far between now. They yeah. he's playing he's playing at a superstar standard. So we're we're lucky to have him. Jake Clifford had a good game the other night. I think he's shaping oh, up. He's making. I think he's turning that number seven into his own. He um, just needs to get consistent now. I think we all know he can do it. Confidence um, is a huge thing. Yeah, it's it's a huge thing. The more and and the, and the more he builds that confidence, and beyond that, the more he builds off combinations with with the, the players inside him and outside him as well. The better player he's going to become. And I think one of the big reasons for his form is some of the quality of nine that we have at the moment who are jumping in the dummy half. Yeah. This this young Robson Grant um Grant, um we've got. We've got a plethora Cotter. of them. We've got Cotter. Cotter as well. You know, they're, they're, they're getting in and doing some um, some good stuff for us out of, out of, out of dummy half. They're taking a lot of – they're creating a lot of attention for themselves and just creating a little bit of space for him as well, which yeah. is uh, really helping his game. Speaking of that, Robson had another strong game. Reminds me of a young George, to be honest with you. Just just that, that style, that gritty – the way he comes out of the half, the way – remind. and I'm not just saying it because you're sitting here. Like, I think that the game against the Knights on the weekend, he, he took his game to a different level, different state to what he'd done the first few weeks. Yeah. He just seemed to grasp it a little bit more. And just the way he was coming out of half and taking those couple little darts and that kind of stuff, it reminded me of you so much. I'm watching. Just the way he, get the sh- he got the shoulders rolled. And he's, um, <laughs> he's an Australian – he's an Australian rep. Yeah. In in all the junior grades, um, and he's and he's, he's touted as, as one of the best up and coming NRL players yeah. at the moment. This Robson, so we've got a good one there as well, and he, he's got a lot of confidence, and he's got really good knowledge of the game. Yep. And beyond that, he's got some speed. He's got some speed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's such an important attacking position in the modern game, particularly with these rules, uh, the rule changes. There's six again. It's created a lot of fatigue. It's sped up the play of the ball. Good num- This is a, a good number nine's 
uh, fantasy. There's this, this, these, these rule changes. And I was going to ask you about that. If what you think of that new rule, would you be salivating at that that rule? If you absolutely, were absolutely, yeah. And you just you get a couple. You look up, you, you see a front rower who's made two or three tackles, and he's stuck at marker, or he's stuck at a defender. And you just you just know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a crack at him. I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna test him. And you, you got people uh, like him who are going to get out and do that, yep. and it's really good because at the at the worst case scenario they're going to get a quick play of the ball, and the and the side can roll on the back of that, or people push up, and there's the opportunities for little short balls, offloads uh, around him as well. So yep. it's he, he's a real good one for the Cowboys, and I, I really like the look of him in there. For me, the game, how they uh, I've been calling for it since this new rule come in. I don't know why we've ever gone away from it. The old kick for touch. Um, whether it was Greeny's masterstroke, I've been saying it for the last three or four weeks. That I can't understand why teams aren't doing that anyway. Just irrelevant of whether you're giving the other team a rest, you're giving your team a rest. And there's so much of this getting the ball deep in the corner and 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 then defend make and defending. You know, while they're trying to get off their line, oh, bugger that. Kick the ball out. Have a rest. The game's too fast. Too fast now. Not to. And it, and it worked. It shut. It shut. And. and you can't tell me that Ponga's the only player that that, that play would work, that plan would work against. It would shut Tedesco down. It would shut a lot of those, you know, Gutherson, yeah. um, Duffy Gutherson. at St. George. Wanker. Those kind of fullbacks who love that broken open play. A bit of game management comes into play, though. You've got to read the game, what, oh, what, yeah. what's happening. You've got a team that's has made done a lot of defence. Why are you going to give them a rest? Yeah, I, do you know I, what I mean? I do so, get that. Uh, whereas t- if you've done a lot of de- lot of defence... Put the ball in a touch, have a rest. Yeah. So there's a, there's a little bit of football smarts that come into play. You've really got to manage the game a little bit better with these rule changes. We've taken away these long, prolonged, painful refereeing, video refereeing decision system oh, that, yeah. of the previous last few years. And we're starting to see some genuine fatigue back in the game. Amen. Well, we yeah, go, yeah. We'll go one step further, get rid of the bunker altogether. Yes. I, I actually, you know what, I, I like the idea that they're going... You don't like the call? Challenge it. Oh, yeah. oh how good is that? You don't like the call? Challenge it. It's it's. Yeah. You don't want to challenge it? Shut up. Shut up. Back yeah. in line. You know Back what I mean? Like, if you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, yeah. you know, maybe maybe increase the amount of decisions they get. Whereas, what is it? Two at the moment. One, one. They get one each. One team gets one, one go. Maybe. They are looking at making it two. Maybe, maybe make it something like that. Maybe make it three and, and get rid of the bunker altogether. Yeah. Please. On every call. I hate it's, that. It's on the bunkers only for captain's challenge. I honestly hate the bunker. Yeah. Same. That bunker can go straight to hell. I would, I would not guess that. I think, <laughs> but but they're useless I think if we go back to the takes, we had this conversation last year too. Sure yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got no problem with that. No, I agree no, with it. It's all good. Are you going to title this week's program, George oh, Loves the Bunker? There was a few yeah. things you hated. I wanted to bring back the in-goal touchy. Yeah, no. I hate, I hate in-goal touchy. I hate refs. You hated quinoa <laughs> salad I, I, look, as well. Let's just have one. Just have one. How good is one ref? Can oh, we all just oh, it's awesome. collectively just do our crosses and say say amen? Yeah, well, to one referee. Uh, look, uh, Jesus. And I know I've said it in the past. Whereas, like, I've become a bit of a, fa- a fan of um, Heronara or what? I can't even say his name. Heronara. Yeah, Heronara. Harry Perinara. That's it. Harry Perinara. That's it. Harry Hananara. Uh, <laughs> you had a Cabanara. <laughs> what? But anyway, <laughs> Um... I'm finding now with the one referee out there, even the the not so good referees are becoming a lot better because they don't have to rely. The, the, that reliance was they were relying too much on the other referee. You're getting it now. Too. They're now they're having they're growing the kahunas to go. 
You're I'm getting a the consistent call. call. It's consistent both ways. The 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 way he's refereeing the, his feel for the game is coming across yep. for both teams. Whereas this whole, oh, I'm going to do the play of the ball and you're going to do that and he's going to do that. Everybody's looking at the game differently and want to get involved and put themselves into the game at, at, at the expense of penalties and a viewing spectacle. I like the openness that these rule changes have made mm. in 2020. I think it's the best thing that's happened to league in a long time. Yep. If you're good enough with the one ref, you can sort of bring in prison rules too, can't you? Like just, <laughs> oh yeah, the pocket didn't see this. Or There's been a few times where the player has knocked the ball on, but it's sort of sheltered where the pocket ref would have seen that and called it up and the bain ref can't I, see I, it. And I just love the whole on. concept of challenge it. Yeah, I've well, been let's loving not, that. Let's not go to you, – you want – it's it's a mistake, that's fine, challenge it. Mm. No? Play on, that's how I called it. Yep. Well, I was going to ask if Greeny was still safe now. Is, is he safe? I think he's oh, never safe. I, I don't think you can say he's safe. There's been one good half. You've had one good game. One good half. Two, no, look, I'll give, him, I'll, give him the, I'll give him the whole game. They won at the end of the day. They I won, know. and it wasn't pretty, but they haven't been playing pretty. So a win is a win. So lost a few tries is, disallowed. Is, Could have been 50 now. Does that mean people can lay off him now? No, I don't think so. Funny how they have, though. Oh, Some have. Look, I've never been calling for blood myself. I've been going, I've been asking questions. We've all asked questions about where it's at. But, I mean, it's got to back it up. We've got to give them a chance now and go, okay, well, they've got a win under their belt now. And it was a gritty win. They could have quite easily crumbled and lost that game. Newcastle's a team that you could quite easily crumble and lose that game too, the way they've been playing this season. So you've got to give them a chance now. And and I guess, obviously, this week will be a big test. Now, if if, if they win or lose just... Then I think that's a good thing against Parramatta. I think that's a, that's an okay thing. If they get pumped, we all know that all the bandwagons going to flare up again, and they're going to start asking the questions again. So is he is he is he safe yet? I don't from yeah. from who I don't know, but I don't I don't know. I mean, got to give it another game. Got to give it a couple of games couple to games. see now if anything's Probably. changed. This week's going to be a test. I think the next what we discussed it what three weeks, three four weeks. Where are we sitting at the five. moment on the table? Just out tenth. of curiosity, tenth. we're sitting tenth. Tenth. Probably we're one win out. One win out of the eight. I think it's a bit harsh at this point of the season to be calling for Greeny's head. Oh, yeah. If they had have turned out and that side didn't respond to the drubbing they copped against the Tigers. And again, I'm calling that an aberration because I don't think that's what their form... I don't don't know. Has their form been... Did you see that coming? Did you see that type of performance coming? Not that that many points leaked. No. No No one saw that coming, I don't think. I I don't think so. I I think that was against the grain of how they've been performing. Yes, they've blooded some young players this year. They're going to be guilty of making mistakes, young players. And there's not too much excuses in this competition, unfortunately. You've you've got to win matches. But I think it's a, a fantastic sign that the team responded in the way they did. Yeah. Against a quality outfit, I think you've got it. That's earned him some reprieve, and I think he's made some good coaching decisions this year in terms of the personnel he's putting on the field. He's, he's, I love that young winger. He's, he's, he's got the crack at that Hibisu. He's got the opportunity. Yep. He's got yeah, the opportunity yeah. at, at fullback while Valentine's um, injured at the moment. Mm. What a fantastic young player! I, I don't think Greeny 2019 2018 gives him that chance. Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. I don't think he does. I think he would have stuck to his tried and true. I think he's, you know, he he's, he's shown some 
change to his coaching um, accolades. Not accolades, but his, his, his coaching style. I think he is more about go. He has been in more in the past going with the tried and true and reluctant to give young players an opportunity. Yep. I think I think he's he's let form dictate. You're playing good enough this year. I'm going to pick you. Yep. Yeah. And okay, we 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 had a crap performance against the Tigers. There's no doubt about that. But that bounce back uh, that. That's going to be huge for those young players. That's going to be huge for their confidence, and I just hope that they can keep that rolling. I really do. Do you think, and, and this is probably me being a bit of a devil's advocate on the statement, because I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. He's made a change, but has the change that he's doing now been forced because he doesn't have a Q Cup team to watch these players run around on? He's going, well, I'm just going to have to I'm going to have to throw the dice and get him out on the field so I can have a look and see if he's going to work no, or not. I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he's had no choice. I think he's had to, he's had to search for 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 a, a different recipe, a different formula yep. that, that that's going to be successful for the Cowboys this year because last year's unfortunately wasn't. Yeah, would he have got that run though? Would Hamaso get that run though if Morgan been playing? Because you would you'd, you'd you'd almost bring Clifford in and put Drinky after at, at his performance back. in the nines. I think you would have been silly not to give him that. Oh, look, I, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I think, think it was the worst. I think it would silly not to, not to give him a crack. He, he was fantastic in those nine. Some of the tries he scored, some of the speed he showed, the the, mm. the skill he showed, you just had to give the kid a crack. And, and I'm so glad he gave him a crack. But here's the thing with uh, with with Green is I think these rule changes suit his co- coaching style. He, yeah. they, they suit his coaching style so much better. That the, the rule changes that, ha- that happened in the previous two two seasons just killed what he was trying to do for the Cowboys. Build pressure through possession. And, you know, he didn't really like playing too much football. He liked to just keep on building this pressure, keep on building this pressure and, and trust that a bit of fatigue would set in and they had the players to score tries on the back of that. Yep. However, all those... All those video refereeing decisions slowed yeah. it down so much. It sort of compounded. It compounded. Um, it compounded. There was no. Well, there was no fatigue. There's and no fatigue. We no, did talk about that last yeah. year a couple of times. No fatigue times, at so. all, and it just it wasn't no good for the Cowboys. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's that's probably what our biggest fault was. We couldn't identify it back then what it was, but you know it's that. That's why we get ex players on on onto the podcast to and, talk and about that is, to give us a different is, perspective on things. The thing with Green is that he didn't like playing on the back of offloads. He doesn't. That wasn't his coaching style. You know, and and that's where some of the criticism was leveled at him that they weren't throwing enough football at oppositions. You know, he wanted were a little bit too structured. Um, yeah, we're sort of setting up for a big play rather than playing heads up heads up and just a little bit of ablib football a bit of offload let the ball a bit of jungle footy you let know like we, we let, let the ball sing please and then <laughs> i think this year it, the importance of controlling the football has just skyrocketed you've seen what's happened to the broncos they've lost five games on the track because they don't respect the football mm, because they because they just the fatigue sets in that way you make errors this yep. year uh, it's it's hard to bounce back from the back end of the game. You don't have the the juice in your legs, and I, I think if the Cowboys can control the football, they have got enough talent on the field, particularly in and around that nine. We got some good young halves with some serious speed, and we got some serious speed out the back. Yeah. Um. In 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 our backs this year, I think it it is much more suited to a Paul Green coached football team, and I do think we're going to end up in the eight. Yeah, I reckon we'll probably win the comp. Let's hope so. I'm, I'm hoping so. And I suppose getting back with Ed's thing, is Greeny's job safe? I'd, 
I'd like to hope it is for at least this season, even next. You look at the Warriors. Now, they've come overseas. They've set up a camp. You've got Kearney that's been their father figure mentoring this group of players. And they they sack the bloke that's been getting them together. Now, Greeny's no, done sort of no different, you know. All through COVID, he would have been correlating with, with his troops and everything. Now, you have a couple of losses or whatever and you're humming and ahhing and you're halfway through this season. Oh, yeah, Greeny, you're sacked. What does that tell all your players? Like, what respect do you have in that jersey? You know, what am I going out there to to fight for? Some CEO that's got no idea and never laced on a boot? So I'd, I'd say, no, don't sack him. Keep him going. He's done a lot off the field during these times. And I think he's, as Georgie said, his, his coaching style is going to come to the forefront. You will see a lot of enterprise out of us, I reckon. The, cha- the challenge for Greeny is he's done his coaching tutelage under a Graham Murray. Graham Murray's from an old old school of coaches. Mm. And if you know much about footy and some the Murray coaches, they, they, they are some of the better coaches in the competition. Uh, the problem with them, they've traditionally they've very hard to keep at a club for a long time because they are old school and they are hard and they do challenge the players to an extent where sometimes the message stops filtering through. Once you bark too much, yep. once you bark too much, the message stops getting through mm. and people start you know, you you, lo- you can lose a playing group that way sometimes. I think that's where the intensity of a Paul Green style coach can be overwhelming for a club. And this is the challenge for Green is to be able to can can he can he get maintain the the playing group from not just barking, from challenging them, learning to challenge players in different ways. And this is where. Wayne Bennett is such a brilliant coach. He he gets the players playing for him. They he the players don't want to disappoint him. And if uh, if he truly lost the the dressing room, there's no way they turn out and play perform as they did against the Knights. So I think that's a fantastic thing. And I, I you know I was I was myself sat on this panel and I was critical of Greeny last year because I, I and because I didn't think he had adapted his coaching style. This year I think it's custom made for him. Yep. Give the man a chance. Let's see this side. Let's watch him evolve as a coach this year. Let, there's no doubt of his pedigree. There's no doubt. Like, but let's watch his man management skills evolve this year. And I, and I hope that the players get on board. Yeah, definitely. Sure. All right. Well, three, two, ones. Yeah, let's uh, go on a three, two, one. We could talk all night. We could. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Would you want me to go into <laughs> some water? <laughs> to run a bath? I'll just, just dunk my head for a little bit. Get some marbles. <laughs> All right. Well, player's player. We'll, uh, we'll just jump straight into... Uh, Let's just jump straight into the three, two, ones. And I I've, like, I, I can give you a quick... You know, Tom Malala was on top before this week's well, game. 37 he's, points. He's leading Surprise. the actual Dally M tally too. So. so this is our on the ranch player of the year. Okay. Well, do Morgs first because obviously he's not here, but he sent him through. So we gave uh, Clifford three points, uh, Felty two points, and Jace Tomalolo one point. What did you have, Pistol? Can I you had remember Cl- now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm all over this. I had Clifford for three. I, I just saw his kicking game and and whole general man management of the of the assignment was first class. And hopefully, is the coming of age of the Red Dog. Had Opacek coming in. As a late inclusion, he clearly wants to play first grade yep. and had a point to prove to say, why have I been sitting on the sides for seven weeks? Yeah. And then uh, the one point I had, uh, who did I have for one point? You had <laughs> you had Hesse. Yeah, I did have Hesse. I couldn't remember if I had Tom Lolo or Hesse. Uh, yeah, Hesse for one, I thought for 
you know, we touch on that Tumblr, they can run for 300 metres a game and, and all that, and that's fine. That's that's a given. Shouldn't take it off him. But I just thought Hesse's involvement throughout the whole whole 80 was, was tip-top. Cool. Yes. All right. Um, Rob? Okay. Three points. Uh, yeah, Clifford. Yep. Uh, really made the number seven his own, I believe. And if he keeps going the way he's going, I think, yeah, I think he might uh, might just stay there. That's a good option. Anyway, two points for Jason Tamalolo. Those run metres are ridiculous. Uh, and especially after, it wasn't a disappointing game last week, but I think he would, might have been disappointed in it. So, you know, he's, he's, he bounced back. So I'll, I'll give him the two points there. And one point I've given to Reese Robson, because for me, you know, I, th- I think he's just sort of, he seems to have given us, or sp- certainly this week, last week, gave us that extra dimension in attack that we, we might have been missing. Yep. Just the speed out of the ruck and... I you know he seems he reads the play well. I think he just reads the the field well. I had three points for um, Jakey Clifford, uh, the big Good red, choice. the big red dog. Uh, I just I just that try of his just showed me that he was ready to play that week last week. You know he just he just got in there and said he goes I'm going to take the line on and I'm just going to push through. He did some similar things last year in the Broncos game. Um, and when it, once I saw him do that, I just went, he's on. Well, he ran the ball a few times. Yeah, he had before that, but that one was where he took the line. That hole was never there, and he took it on anyway, he and he just went through it. He went through that and went, holy jeez, what do I do now? <laughs> he's looking around, spin, he's dummy, spin. and he's going, oh, line's there, I'll just run for it. Well. <laughs> I went uh, two points for Robson. Just, I just think... I agree with everything we just said. But yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> he, he, he just created... Something out, and then the I've I, 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 I got to agree with you, Pistol. I, I went up a check. He played for a contract, like not that he's off contract, but he played like his life depended on that game. That's, that's really, it's really good to hear because some of the players you, you've mentioned in these three, two, ones tonight were horribly out of form last year. Yep, uh, and, and and not so much horribly out of form, but real serial offenders for errors. Mm. And Clifford, Clifford, one of the. The bad things of his game is he had a few too many errors in, in his game last year. And, and Opacek, I guess he was the same. You, you spoke about Hess, you know, his output last year. Oh, he wasn't fit enough. No. He was not fit enough. And, and you're saying his output for 80 was great. So you've got these players who have come out and they've improved in 2020. They put they put a great performance like that against a quality side. That's, that is such a good sign for this for this team. Um, but, yeah, uh, so a little bit of movement in the table. So Tom Alolo's still on top and he, he's on 40 points. Uh, Maguire's in second on 27. Big mover this week, uh, taking the top top prize from everyone this week. Move from six up to 18 votes uh, is Clifford. So he's in third spot now. Masters starting to slowly slip down the board a little bit on 15. Uh, Felty and Robson on 14. Uh, Molo on 9. Hamaso on 7. Uh, Hesse on 6. And then Holmes on 5. Drinkwater on 4. Opacek on 3. And then Morgs, Cooper, Hampton, Dunn, O'Neill and Jensen all on one point. It's truth. There's yes. not many that don't have points. No, I think it's been a, we've had a good spread. The team to take on the 8 announced today, not much different. As you'd expect. Isn't it the same? One to seven is the same. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's looking the same. But there is the, I won't call it the threat, the the threat of Valentine Holmes returning this week, potentially. That'll be interesting. Not, I mean, the, not the worst thing that you could have in the team. Yeah, but... It do, shuffles up that back line, which has been working pretty well. Yeah. Who, who, who do you who do you drop? Oh, Let's be honest. Like, well, up front, if, 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 if he comes in... Would you think that Opacek would be the first one to go O'Neill back to centre and Hamaso back to the wing? I personally, that sounds logical. I personally wouldn't. I would think that since it is a short season, 
get game time minutes, maybe give O'Neill a rest, maybe I'm even, as, as silly as it sounds, maybe even give Felty a rest and put Hamaso on the wing and or keep... put Holmes in, the, in at the wing. Or, or that, there's that option. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop Hopacek. I think you need him to get a few matches, minutes in the legs. And you can rotate, maybe, maybe he's in Masters. I mean, I, I, I rate him. I think he's been going great guns and he offers something. But just have one game rest. Just sort of rotate that a little bit. You don't have to make axe swings. Yep. But like I said, Opacek is the sort of the, take the logical, but give, give share the minutes, share the game no, time I around. I don't subscribe to it. I don't I've never subscribed to that footy just you put your best foot forward, you turn up each week and you play your best game. And yeah. and if and if and but if you're not putting that output there, that that's when the coach says, Oh, I'm getting you know, it's up to him to, yep. to make that. I, I, don't I, think I get that, but that back line was pretty much flawless and you've got to make way for one. Do you drop Hopacek, who is pretty close to man of the match? Like, he was solid. Do you drop him because he came into the side or do you go, you know what, no, you were you solid? reward him. You reward him for That's his... That's right, you but who drops him. out? I'd, I'd, I'd drop O'Neill. Yeah. Myself, I would drop O'Neill. I'd leave Habasso on the wing. He, he brings too much speed to yeah. our flank. He creates too much space for the people inside of him. Would You're you? going to see our centres, our centres play better for having that speed sitting there outside of them. And Opacek is a solid defender. Yeah, then, yeah look, it, I was happy with him last year. And then you've he got the speed unlucky. for him. You've would got you, speed outside, Tom. Would you instead, just another suggestion, what I might, I might do, Eason Masters the last couple of weeks, I know you've been sell- you said, Pete, that he's been solid. I yeah. completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's had a few mistakes in his game the last mm. couple of weeks. Do you give him a rest, shift O'Neill in, and put Hammer outside O'Neill? Well, there's that option. Well, you'd probably move O'Neill back to the other side because he... Him, oh, and Fel- him, and, him and Felty worked have worked well together, but I mean, I, I think I think you could probably get away with moving up a check over to the other side with Felty and, and leaving O'Neill there with Hamaso to give Hamaso that little bit of. And, think and this is where I really hope that Paul Green this year is watching what's happening at training. He's watching what's happening on the football field. He hasn't got no preconceptions of what, what's happened in the past. He's rewarding effort yep. and performance. Yep. Well, he's got Jake Granville named at twenty one, so he might be making a comeback. Slowly, just gradually, getting back up there. Although River Cod is ahead of him, so yeah, still not the worst. Like I don't know. No. Oh, look, bad. like we said at the start of the season when Felty was here, it's like it's a good headache to have. But it's it is a up, really good headache. It is up against the Eels, who are sitting in number one at the moment, out at Bankwest Stadium, which is a bit of a fortress out there for the Eels. Is it? Is it still going to be there? I heard that they're ripping up the turf and relaying it. I think they've just relayed it, but I believe it got the clearance to play. Far out. I don't know if it was this far out, but. How good's that curator? What seeds are you using on that buffalo? Yeah, some pretty good <laughs> stuff. Mitch Moses out. Yeah, Jai I was say, who, who have they named? Who Jai named? Field. Okay. Young fella. Can play. Yep. I can't say I've seen him. Where's he from? St. George. Ah. Oh, that's that same Jai Field. Ah, right. That same Jai Field. Yeah, well, there could be two. Okay. Like Ian Smith, I'm sure that's Any a common name. Any relation to Craig Field? Very, very fast, skillful half. He hasn't had a, a great crack at first grade yet, but he had... He had Big raps on him coming into first grade, and who knows? It's going to be so a tough game. It is. It's going to be a tough. But I'm, look, Friday I don't know. I think it's one of those things. Is it the early game or seven fifty-five p.m.? What's oh, the TV Ooh. game? I'm looking forward TV to the forward Ooh, battle here. I'm game. looking forward to the watching Ooh. to watching some of it. It's the way this Cowboys pack stands up now, they they put a good performance in last week. I, I really want to see if they can back it up. I'm really impressed with Francis Molo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love the way he's coming on as a footballer and uh, playing I, more I'm, minutes as well. I'm salivating at watching 
the way he goes this week against this this pack because I, I think he's right up there at this year. He's putting himself right up there with some of the elite front rowers in our game, and um, I don't think too many people know Francis Marlow across the league. Yep, but I think they soon will. I think he is yeah. proving himself to be quality. Um, I like the fact he's playing more minutes. Uh, I think this is a, a really good test for um, for him yep. to, to stand up this week, and and also if this if this Cowboys pack can stand up against this quality uh, Parramatta Eels forward pack. You get Molo, McLean, Maguire, Tamalolo, Firing. That's pretty. That's that's, that's as good that's, as any pack. I'm sorry. That's I'm as good. I'm going to say that's probably one of the best packs. That's as good. And and you throw, throw some in, throw in Holler coming off the bench. You, th- you throw in some good interchange players. You throw in some um, some sharp dummy half runners. Uh, and and good halves. That is the foundation for a good side. And I, I just I just really hope that we see some of these some of these young players who are coming off the bench and just coming on with the attitude that not, not just doing a role that they're good enough to be there and 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 trying to trying to earn a f- the starting spot challenge for a starting yep. spot every time yeah. they go on the field and put pressure on the starting side be like well done starters now look what we can do exactly so don't 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 be happy just to be playing the game well friday night at 7:55 p.m. we will catch that on your favourite TV station. Just on that, do you think Kyle Felt is really salivating at the lips lining up against me, Kasiba? I don't know if he's been salivating or he's been hitting <laughs> He'd be the like, bag. How the Hard. hell? Greeny, can I swap wings this week? Yeah, <laughs> put Emerson over there or something. <laughs> how do you defend that with that? Well, you'd know trying to tackle Manu in training. It's like, how do you come up against a bloke like Sivo? Fair dinkum. Well, you left Tedesco. You, you don't. You don't want to let them wind up. You want to. You want to. You want to. You want to take ground off them quick, smart. You need a bit of line speed. You want to be up in their face catching the footy. You don't want them winding up and you know, picking you out. Allah, what he done to Tedesco a few <laughs> weeks ago, and just drop that <laughs> enough so that drop he didn't that play hit. the next week. Fijian flyer with a massive leg drive, a head as hard as coconuts. Like, <laughs> you are kidding, aren't you? Well, it'll be. Um, I think are they a chance, boys? Can they back it up? Yes, yeah, hundred no, percent. There is a chance. I think without without Moses in the Eels squad, it might shake them up a I bit. Think Depends how Jai feel. I think they do a loss. Yeah, Eels off for sure. I think they do a loss. I think this could be a game they can turn up very complacent to. They, they went to Golden Point in Canberra, and Canberra haven't been playing. Oh, not in Canberra, but against Canberra, they haven't been playing the greatest. The Raiders. Moses goes off injured halfway through that game. If Moses plays that game, Parrot win thirty six to twelve. I'm telling you right now, they have got. Some pedestrian defenders in the middle of the field, para, if you control the football. Then Campbell Gillard's good for a few knock ons. <laughs> he, he's good for a few knock ons. He's, he's good, good for, for some a sponsorship with Gillette or something, though, because that moustache is terrible, man. It's just it's just a dirty mo. Big big polo there. They're just they've just got some players there that if you make do some uh you make you make do some repeat defence, get a few Consecutive sets of six. I don't think them. anyone's really, op, really cracked them open yet in the sense of getting them on the back foot and making them have a defend and defend and defend and defend. And I think that's why they're winning so much is because they haven't had that. They, they are respecting the football. They don't make very many errors. Yeah, Parra don't make very many errors, and and when they get the football, they they're good enough to use it as well. They're good enough to give early ball. They get it out to the flanks. They give their back rowers plenty of time with the footy. And well, with no pubs open, it's given Ferguson a reason to play footy. Truth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there it is. Uh, well, the six again rule was amended. There are now extra reasons to reward uh, tackle restart. Oh god. Oh, I, I hate when I, I honestly I hate when they start doing this. 
These were the rules. I think, I think this might be going a bit too far. These now were the rules. That's what it is. Yeah, Mark is not square or breaking early from the tackle could also restart the count. So it's going to get restart, restart. And restart, you know my restart. opinion on it at the moment. I like the rule, but I, I'm confused. It might because be a bit much. I yeah, think I, I'm confused already. Don't, don't like do this mid-season. Don't start it. Oh, this has been working good. How about we do this as well? No, it wasn't done from the start. Yeah. Piss it off. Let's Could also done, that's it, while we're at it. Let's make tries under the goalpost. Bonus tries like the nines. Make like, it five pointers. Yeah, I think it's sort of it might be a bit of you know if we're going to mess with the season, let's mess with this season because it's a little bit yeah messed anyway. So do you think they'll keep that rule in next year? I hope they, they might. They might back it off just slightly. I think I they might see that this week is anyway. a bit too much, and they might back it off a bit. But fifty percent capacity allowed uh, from next week. Twenty-five. I Twenty-five. No, fifty percent. Oh, they're going fifty percent now. Fifty percent. Oh, that's what they did an update today, certainly, didn't they? Certainly by next week. So at QCB, there will be up to twelve and a half thousand. Yeah, allowed. That was a joke. How we only got two. Then at SunCorp Titans, and now two hours later, they they only had ten. Oh, were they? Yeah. yeah. But they obviously their capacity is more, but it was what, what was the doesn't what was matter the percentage? blanket rule two thousand only or is it a percentage? No, it was a percentage, wasn't it? Uh, this this well, week no, two, no, 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 no. Two, th- sorry, last week. week I believe it was two thousand was the number. Yeah, I don't think it was based on capacity. So we were well, only out two, but and we're in no hot spot at all but maybe compared to a major metropolitan. They get ten. So tipping comp last week I got five. I got Cheater. five. I think the best in the round got seven. I don't know how yeah, you did it. Cheaters. Cheaters. Absolute cheaters. No, I won't say. They the changed their tips after the Hoff. performance. Jeffrey Bird, seven, seven correct few people tips. got seven. Oh, no, how do you pick seven good. on last week's round? Oh, how do you get more than three? If anyone was going to pick <laughs> if anyone was going to pick seven Cheater. last week, it would have been Pistol, the way he throws his randoms out there. Yeah, well. Uh, I seriously dragons thought... And melt, dragons and Warriors stuff me. Titans. <laughs> anyway, uh... Graham is leading the comp, 43 points, with Rod and Lisa, the Irk, uh, right behind him, also on 43 points, but just trailing on the margin at this point in time. 42 points for Magic Mick, Jaden, Porgo, Cowboys, Red Hot Richie, Cambo, 22, 41 points for Tunza and myself, hanging around in the top 10 still. Still you're holding on? Oh, I'm holding on with dear life. <laughs> Because what I'm on, like on th- I'm in thirty first or something. I gotta, like that. Hang on, I got to keep scrolling here. I just scroll down. Thirtieth or thirty first. Right, Twenty four. Scroll down. You you part of our tipping comp, George? Or? You should be. Which one is it? ESPN. Can you get me it? Yeah. Have yeah. you been tipping in it? Have you been tipping ESPN for your tips? Yes. Yeah. yeah then well, it carries over. It carries yeah. over. So you'll be able to jump straight in, mate. Jump on in. How you been going? Oh, then? we might be able to get our members to fifty nine. Nice. Live. <laughs> oh, live on. We will actually because we're at 58 right now. So let me move on here. Morgan's yeah. in 52nd yeah. after tipping five. Pistol, you're in 49th, mate. You've moved up one. Hey, hey but climbing you know, the ladder. You know why? Trixie didn't tip this week. Zero points for Trixie. I so. keep saying this. You can only play the cards you dealt. <laughs> I can't play for people that forget their tips. Well, you know, what do you do? And uh, McNelson there in 31, 31st. Yes. What would 36 have me at? 36 points would have you you up there. uh, Sitting in roughly somewhere between 34th and 38th. Had a shock on last weekend. You're not alone there. There's a few that did. But uh, look, uh, so tipping comp this year is brought to you by Be Clean NQ for some carpets and upholstery cleaning. Get onto them. And you can win this week a signed Cowboys jersey. We'll get George to sign it this week. Yeah, we'll get George to sign it. Yeah. 
We'll need to fix him up there. So uh, we'll get that all sorted for this week. Get on to ESPN's footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash on the ranch or just search on the ranch. You'll find us. We're there. Jump on in even if you've been tipping up till now and uh, get on board. All right, game one this week, Thursday, the 2nd of July. It does still say Amy Park, unfortunately, but it's not going to be that. The Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters. Cracker. The Roosters are $1.43 favourites at this stage. Maybe there's an Amy Park outside of Melbourne. Don't think there is. Who are you Maybe like in <laughs> suburb of Orange or somewhere. Could be an Amy Park in Orange, and that's where they're playing. Maybe. I've gone the Storm to beat the Roosters. Stuff the Roosters. Stuff the Roosters? Yep. Why 10? I've got Melbourne. I don't know if you'll get Not that I really want to see Melbourne win either because stuff them, but stuff the Roosters more. (laughs) Fair enough. Pete, you're off your head. (laughs) No Munster, Storm or Gonskis. Yeah, but they'll just get Momorowski and... Is Harry Grant on loan? I'll probably get Harry Grant back from the Tigers. Wouldn't that be a dog move? Storm. <laughs> that would be a dog He is playing out of his skin. Storm are going to get towed up by the Roosters, I think, by 12 points. Oh, nice. That's yeah, I've, exactly I've, I've, gone, I've gone the Roosters by six. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a little bit close to that, but I, I, I don't think that they're... Um You're reading my tips now. I've gone Roosters by six as well. <laughs> oh, surprise. Well, so I've gone the Storm. That'll be it. Tip up the ladder for me, I'll go to 48. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, second game, Friday. Leading in, it's the early game on Friday at 6pm at Campbelltown. The Raiders going in as a $1.24 favourites against the Dragons. Now, when Dragons play Raiders away, uh, there's always been a hoodoo where the Raiders can't beat Canberra in Canberra. I think the they've Ra- beaten them once. The Raiders oh, can't beat so, Canberra yeah, in Canberra? Yeah, well, they clearly can't do that because that would just be silly. But the Dragons can't beat the Raiders in Canberra. And... I think they've only done it once in about 15 years. So I'm going to say that Hoodoo carries over to Campbelltown so that the Red V will not defeat the Viking Clap. You were going to tip Raiders, didn't matter what yeah, it was. was yeah. yeah, Raiders were going to be way too strong. I'm, I'm sorry, Dragons fans. They are rubbish this year. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolute who, rubbish. Who would have put them as the miners before the season started? <laughs> well, let me scroll up. Pistol. <laughs> $4.10 for the Dragons. Yeah, no, I've gone the That's Raiders. Not even I, just, I just. I think Raiders have lost a couple of closes. I think they're due for a, and, and this, and sadly the Dragons are going to cop it. I think it's going to be bigger than Ben Hur. Same here. I'm going at the Raiders as well. The game we all care about. Seven fifty-five p.m. out at Bankwest Stadium Friday night. Parramatta dollar thirty-five favourites against Big North Queensland Cowboys. Three dollars twenty. Am I reading that right? Yeah, far out. Something like that. Tab's got them at three eighty. They don't like us. Looking at this round, I'm going to say this is the game of the round this week. Right. Uh, Para versus Cowboys. I'll be definitely tipping the Yeehaw lads. Cowboys by a good score. I reckon 13 to 18. I reckon they're going to prove the doubters wrong and blow Para off the park. Felt with a triple. I actually don't dislike that pick. I think it's a, a, a really good pick. And this this could be easily be a game that Para could drop, that come complacent, think they're going to uh, get on top of a, a underperforming Cowboys. But last week's performance for me was... Uh, a season-turning performance, and uh, I think the Cowboys can carry on with it. Well, I was going two ways with this one. Seeing I didn't tip the boys last week and they won, I thought maybe I was the omen. Maybe because I had been tipping them, that's why they were losing. I did it too, though. Yeah, I know. And well, maybe you're thinking that again. Me. See, something about I, – I, <laughs> my heart says Cowboys, my head says Parramatta, but I've – I've I've gone the cows this week to see if I am, I want to see if I'm the omen or not. Oh well, 
we need a control. Okay. If we're doing an experiment, we need a control. Yeah. And I'm going to tip Parramatta. So you've gone para. You tip para, George. I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've changed my mind. I'm telling you. They've been frantically. Pete, mm. and, Pete and, and George are on the same side of the table here, for those listening in. They've been frantically looking at George's phone, trying to work out who's tipped what. Well, we finally got him signed up to on the ranch. So. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm I'm currently coming 46. I'm not happy with that at all. That's okay. Would it that make take us much. 59 members? It does make live. Us 59, 59 exactly members. Was this from round one? Yeah. 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 No, well, I only started in my defence. I only started round four. Well, that's and right. he has been tipping. So right. oh, giving his right. four, I've giving his. Now we have Joker rounds as well. So actually, is this yeah, round eight? Oh, it is. It is. It's joke around. It's a joke around. It's a joke around this week. Two for one. You've got to get them right. So double points for a joke around. So get them right this week. If you're going to get them right, get them right this week. Should probably change a couple of points. Should change a few there. Uh, So Saturday, Super Saturday, 3 p.m. at Suncorp Stadium. It's not the Broncos. It's the Titans. Feels still feels weird saying that. Uh, The Titans, two dollars sixty-four, hosting the Sharks at a dollar forty-nine. What's going on? Sharks did blow Manly away, but Manly were down. Down on troops. Titans have got a lot of confidence out of the Broncos game. I'm going. I'm going the glitter strip boys. Get on the Titans. Have you got Sharkies or Titans? Sharks You're on the Sharks. They're going to be too good for Titans. That was a great performance they they put in against the Bronx, but the Bronx were absolute pus last week. Honestly, um, they showed some great signs. Titans, but I think Sharks have got too much class across the park. Yeah, I, I I've gone the Sharkies. I'm a bit worried about Fafita though. He's t- I tell you what, he's He's struggling. That knee of his is just giving me great, giving him grief. Eh? He's just really struggling. He's got no, so basically no lateral movement, and he doesn't seem to be hitting the line as hard as he used to. He's he's put on too much weight this year. I think he he's in the has his position last year. He's probably carrying about ten kilos too much. He's a big man. I know he he can carry a bit of weight, but I just think he's he's looking a bit underdone. He's looking a bit overweight, and he's probably. Playing that way at the moment, yeah, and his knees got his knees cactus. But I've gone the sharks. I mean, I've just ragged him, but um, I think there's, I think Johnson's just having a great season for him this year. He just seems to be going it. So I've gone the sharkies, gone the sharks as well. I'll just be a little bit too much class there. I don't know. I don't think so. Had your turn. Five thirty at Central Coast, the New Zealand Warriors two dollars sixty hosting the Brisbane Broncos at a dollar fifty. That really irks me. How? Broncos are a dollar fifty favourites. Yeah, it's good. Those Warriors are in Pistols Multi, so it bumps <laughs> up a bit of bit of cheddar. All right, okay, that's good. So you're going. New Zealand. I'm definitely going the Warriors. I think you know they got blown away from the storm, but they were in that contest a bit. There's a couple of video ref decisions that I think are favouring the storm. I think the bunker kisses the storm on the proverbial. <laughs> uh, I reckon after the game, you had Hoffman. Smith and Bellamy all go into that Warriors dressing sheds. I I think that could be what the Warriors needed. You know, a bit of a bit of a cuddle. And I reckon they'll they'll come back and do the Bronx. Every time Warriors Broncos play each other, it's always a cracking game. Warriors usually get the chocolates more often than not. If not, it's a golden point or close to. So I just think Warriors are just gonna dig down deep, feel the heat and come up strong. I really love to see the Warriors win. I just think the injury toll is just starting to mount for, for those guys. You have a look at some of the players they've got on the sidelines and there's not too much depth in that squad at the moment. And uh, I think the Broncos are going to be too hungry after the criticism they've copped this week. And I think the Broncos will get back on the board. And I don't think they're going to win comfortably, but they, they will win the, win the match. 
Geez, it'd be good if they have six straight boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Any, anyone got a coin? Because that's uh, literally how I'm going to pick this game. Because it, it, you know, Georgie puts up a good case that Warriors are struggling. Like, like, like I said, Penrith have just loaned them a player for the next four weeks. You know, they are struggling with, and they were struggling as soon as they moved over here. They were struggling with numbers with you know injury clouds and stuff like that. But that Penrith Lane could be um, what they need, fresh legs. Well, it could be too. I, I'm look, I, I don't know, but um, I I am leading towards the Broncos on this one. Uh, I, look, I'm I'll be happy to see them lose, but uh, I'm just betting with my um. It's a tipping pick that one for me. Oh. Can't do it. Gun the Warriors myself. Uh, I think Brisbane's having too much of a shake up, even after all. I mean, they're, they're just a shambles. Just a shambles. Uh, and it's an af- Saturday afternoon game. They won't know where they are to begin with. <laughs> so yeah. there's no point. Well, they were lost last week. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they, they, they don't know what to do. Um, it's not Friday night. So, And the third game of the night, 7.35, Campbelltown, the Tigers and the Panthers. Battle of the West. Or the Battle Cats. Another Battle of the... Or the Battle Cats, yeah. Panthers... <laughs> go- Panthers this one, I actually agree with. Panthers going in at $1.50 favourites. Yeah. Yep. Where's this one put in play? Campbelltown. Yeah, it's a fair way from the Cumberland Plain. A little bit. Uh, as the crow flies? As the crow flies. Mm. Campbelltown to Pen- oh, looking 182 Ks. <laughs> right. It's close. It's, <laughs> okay. it's about from here to we'll, Tully. We'll have a look at that this week. Yeah, by <laughs> all means. From here, from to, here to Tully. Tully. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Townsville's distance from here to Tully is like that same distance. Campbelltown out to right Cumberland. Right. It's probably okay. about the same distance. Sure. So... <laughs> Comfortable drive, no cane. <laughs> You're losing us here. Uh, <laughs> give us the Panthers in this one. I think Cleary will put on a master class like he did against the Bunnies. I'll be able think to see where he's kicking this time. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that a big goiter hanging off his <laughs> noz? <laughs> this is why we don't pick our pimples, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Georgie? Definitely tend to agree. I think Panthers are just showing a little bit too much quality at the moment. I really, really like the Tigers' performance last week. So their forwards stood up and they're going to need to to... To, to, to knock off the Panthers, but just for mind, I think it's going to be a very close battle, and uh, just a little bit of class from the the Panthers, and in particular Cleary, will will get them over the line. Yep, I've gone Panthers as well. I just think Cleary's masterclass last week was just huge, and if he can roll that on, start stringing a couple together like that, they're just going to be. I mean, even though I, I think what I think if we go back to our predictions, I don't even think I had the Panthers in the eight. They no, didn't. No, no, no. They're making me eat my words. That's for sure. They, our Preseason predictions making everyone eat their words. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, going the Panthers myself as well. A little bit of a soft spot there. Moving on to the Sunday games. 4.05 at Central Coast. Manly, $2.05 against the Knights at $1.77. Two sides two sides looking to bounce back from poor performances. It's going to be an interesting match. On on form and quality on the park, I think you lean to, I'm leaning towards Knights. Uh, in yeah. saying that, this this is a manly outfit that's going to would have copped plenty from Des Hasler <laughs> during the week and the, sprays galore. And uh, they'll they'll be looking to come out for point to prove. But um, nights for mine going to be too good. Yeah, I, I don't think this will be a blowout game at all. I reckon this is probably the second best game of the round after the Para Cowboys. To be honest, I reckon this is going to be a really good tussle. But I just think the Nova Castrians have got a little bit too much in them. Yeah, I've gone the Knights as well. I can't disagree with what anything you guys have just said. Well, I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon and go Knights as well. Oh, so everyone, put, everyone, everyone put your money on Manly then. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right. And the final game of the round at 6.30 p.m. out of Bank West. The Bulldogs are 
against the South Sydney Rabbitohs at a dollar twenty-five. Bulldogs effed me in the A last week, big time. They on effed everyone in the A. Last yeah, week. yeah. Won. They had have won, we'd be seeing the Broncos last. We would, and I would have won a multi and also a heads up, <laughs> little piece of cheddar. But uh, <laughs> they didn't, and they keep stuffing me up. So I've gone the bunnies and watched Bulldogs win comfortably now. They've just got no football on them, Bulldogs. No. They've got they are they're just a, a side that is just full of effort, but they've just got no attacking class. Um, well, they are down on salary cap, and they 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 need money. And Dean Pay's already come out and said, "Yeah, we're looking at next year." How is that for just still got thirteen games left? They've, 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 just got, they've got a team of toilers, Bulldogs, and it's just they just they just lack a little bit of polish in attack. They, the, the effort and defence is there. That they're not going to get blown away. I don't think you're going to see one round this this year them get blown away. But I think they're going to lose plenty of close games because they they just don't have they just don't have the uh, the talent across the board to yeah to, to compete with the top teams. Well, that's our tipping comp. For round eight, it is the joke around. Get in, get your tips, get them right, because they are doubled up this week. And uh, all thanks to Be Clean NQ, you could win a signed 2020 Cowboys jersey. Who wouldn't want that? I know I do. It's going to have this man sitting across from us, a signature on there. It will very soon. Yeah, I've just got to find a pen. I think it's time for... Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night. Proudly brought to you by Fusion Networks. Get your back, get your bank accounts ready to go on your wallet, ladies and gentlemen. It's pistols multi. All right, all right, all right. We're back for another week now. Last week we had the Cowboys to upset the Knights. Tick. Penrith to upset the Bunnies. Tick. Brisbane Lions to beat Adelaide Crows by thirty-two plus. Tick. Raiders to beat Parramatta. Lost in Golden Point. What a bugger. I hate Gutherson. What a bugger. What a bugger. That's not the words you used the other day. No, no. Trying to keep it G-rated here. (laughs) (laughs) This is a family show. This is the sort of show that you sit around the fire and smoke a pipe with the old man and have the dog sit on your lap. Wondering where you were going to go then. Um, So this week, pull out your wallets, make some easy cash. This is is a lock. This is a sure thing. We are going the Cowboys to beat Para. Of course. That is a lock. That's a good purchase too. It's $3.20. Yeah. We are going Warriors to beat Broncos. With that $2.60. Yeah. We're also chucking in the Titans over Sharks. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yep, other way. Yep, Titans at $2.64. And we're going cross code in the battle of the top weights. How come he does this? I yeah. Have to actually change codes. The Mighty Lions to defeat Port Adelaide head to head in what will be the game of the AFL round. Ooh. Yeah. Two are flying. The both teams are flying high. Port have always been Lions bogey team, but I reckon that we're going to do them this week at the Gabatoire. So the Gabatoire. Lock. Did you, did you self-proclaim that name? It's been used for a long time. Yeah, we can call it the Lions Den. We can call it what you want. So put those four in. Power play it. I reckon you're going to look at around seven hundred and eighty. Oh, it's a Ford. It's paying forty-eight dollars, and uh, you usually well, thanks to. Networks. Use your networks, yes. Usually throw 20 bucks on that, and it comes out to a $960 return. That is purchase. You know, with that, we could build a whole studio. We could. We now, could. I myself have put a little lazy 20 on that at the Cohen yes. Tavern. 
Yeah, I put I put a little purchase on that myself uh, earlier at the tab today. I got the paper ticket in the sock drawer, so watch watch that thing fly home. Oh, and once again, a big thank you to Fusion Networks, ladies and gentlemen. That is Pistols Multi. And as always, yeah, but responsible. <laughs> that is a lock. Uh, that is a short thing this week. Well, opinions are varied. And opinions of yours might not be necessarily those of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you got your words of wisdom this week, mate? I do. I need to find some airy music. The way you were hovering over the buttons then, I thought you had something. No, I... I, I like, Ooh. No, I, I I don't, and I and I'm I'm working on it. I'm working should on a few get, things, but she get Katniss Everdeen's whistle on repeat. Yeah, let's just do that. So uh, <laughs> this week, it's uh, you know I go hunting around every week for for a little saying that I think suits the cowboys and certainly the fans for the week, uh, based on the week before. And uh, this week it comes from uh, Thomas Howell's not fifteen seventy new sonnets and pretty pamphlets. Wow. It's much better than it sounds. Uh, the phrase is. Count not thy chickens that unhatched be. Weigh words as wind till thou find certainty. Which basically means don't count your chickens before they hatch. Yes. I like that. I like that. That's a bit cool. You know, we went well, but don't get overconfident. That's it. Don't church it up, son. No, no, no. That's it. Look, thanks for tuning in this week. The more of you that tune in, the more we get inspired to keep going and get more people on. Yeah, Georgie on. It's good to have you. Mate, it's good to have you again. Um, we might have to break this into two episodes. <laughs> no, no, it's nah. fine. Nah, we've got to have a long one in there every once in a while. It's always good to get you in, though, mate. You got if you come insight, back, insight. If I you like come it. back on, can you bring one of your uh, work clients with you? Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't think you can. Work customers. <laughs> I can go all types of genders too. They're <laughs> 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 very. <laughs> very good like that. <laughs> oh, well, and on that note, uh, well, tell your friends about us now. And uh, <laughs> even if they aren't Cowboys fans, tell them about the podcast because I don't know. I don't know if they'll like it. But too bad if they don't. Big shout out to all our Broncos fans <laughs> this week. We have talked about this a little bit, but yeah, been a great week. I don't know if I want any Broncos fans. But anyway, moving on. Find us all at On The Ranch on Instagram. You'll find me at XRBob on Twitter. You'll find Pistol at the On The Spot Facebook page. You're going to do a video sometime, I don't know. So. I'm busy, man. I've been doing stuff. Yeah. I'll try and get something out. What have we got? Friday night. See, they're a hard one yeah, to try and do. Yeah, excuses. See? I don't it's even have a script. Alright, I'll do an off-the-cuff one and yeah. and just do it. That's what's no called script. on the spot. But anyway, at Morgan Holmes, Evans on the socials for Fusion Networks. Yeah, I then need the someone barking, to edit it. Of course, the Barking Frog MC. Thank you very much again to George Gaddis. You'll find him on a few of the socials as well. I think you're jumping on there much these days. I've been, I've been, I've been offline a little bit. I've been offline a little bit, but I'm. You've been busy. Been Eleven months of a, of a of a new child that keeps you busy. It's a long story. We'll cover it. <laughs> <a little> bit. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I'm back. Look, let's get pumped for Friday night because that's what we're all here for. And uh, look, stay safe. We'll grace your ears next week. Good night from Rob. Good night from the pistol. Frogs out. Good night from Georgie too. <laughs> <laughs>